Plenty to talk about at Randwick today. We've got 10 races. Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray, Andrew Hurley join us for the preview. I'll say good morning to you again, Duff. Really, really excited about this meeting today. Yep, looking forward to getting into it with uh, Brad and see the changes uh, with Hurls this morning. And, um, yeah, bring it on, I say, bring it on. Did you see our star, Brad Gray, uh, on the tab uh, social oh, medias this oh, week, Duff, uh, golfing and giving his life story? What a man. It wasn't oh, a <laughs> He's the golden boy. He's the golden boy. <laughs> How are you, Bradley? Gee, that came up a treat, buddy. Good morning, guys. Yeah, well, it says everything. A minute and a half, and that was my life story, wasn't it? So, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, a few more chapters are right just yet. <laughs> Mate, very good stuff, though. Um, I tell you what, you, you swing it pure. Yeah, yeah. It took well, a few I takes. Guess, I guess that's exactly talking. right. I was going to say uh, there was there was plenty of shots to choose from throughout the day. So yeah, I'm glad they didn't show me uh, looking for balls in the bush or having 400 out of the pot. But anyway, good stuff. credit there to the, to the editors. That was great stuff, mate. Um, this is a great meeting today, isn't it? I mean, day one of the Everest Carnival, and there's a few going to put their hand up today. Yeah, isn't it a meeting? I tell you what, it took me a little bit longer than normal uh, getting through them there on Wednesday night. But uh, what do we do with a few of these markets? So I did note that a lot of them are top heavy. There's a few pretty short price favourites. So I wouldn't suggest that it's a, an A to beat B to beat C to beat D kind of meeting. I think there there are a, a few little things you've got to take in consideration. So curious to see what happens this this last 10, 15 minutes of betting in a lot of these races because I think at the moment uh, a couple are, are very skinny. Leader of the Private Eye fan club is Andrew Hurley. He um, he hasn't slept all week with this horse set to resume. You love him, don't you, Hurls? Good morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning, all. Yeah, I do. Next to Maccabi Diva, uh, Private Eye is my all-time favourite horse. Um, he'll run as, as good as ever, I think, today. Um, uh, I was actually refreshed to hear Joe Pryor talking to Chris Ritz uh, in the paper yesterday that he actually found an issue with it last campaign because it was probably its most disappointing campaign. So... Um, yeah, he seemed to have tried well, and uh, yeah, that's a, a very exciting race. I can tell you this morning, too, it's uh, holding the second most amount of money uh, in the race uh, investment-wise this morning. I can't believe how many bets we've written since 7.30 this morning. Uh, just that time of year, people are up and about and excited, looking for an edge, and uh, yeah, strong program, can't wait. Let's launch, guys. Uh, ten races to get through on a good four before we uh, get right into the form, Brad. Um, Seven-metre rail, uh, dry track. What are, you, what are you forecasting as far as any track pattern today, if any? Yeah, well, history probably suggests that it'll be, it'll be fair. Um, the last couple of meetings have actually got one or two off the fence. I don't know if that'll be the case. I imagine it'll be a pretty firm deck. So a bit of a, a wait and watch because I wouldn't be surprised to see it go either way. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, open-minded. We never know until it happens, Duff, but you were sort of leaning the other way, thinking maybe a bit leaderish? Uh, no, I like to wait for a couple of races, but the history says um, um, it, it, it's advantage on pace at a seven-metre rail on a dry and pretty dry track, as dry as we've had mm. in a while, I'd suggest, by the, by the figures. So, look, we won't know till we see it. I don't, I don't like to preempt things, but I like to listen to the people with all the data that um, have all that historical data. And that's not a, you know, I'm not saying the track's not going to be in magnificent order, but there, there are patterns that evolve throughout days. So, and and um, track managers, when form students talk about track patterns, get a bit upset, but that's no uh, downcast on their ability. Whether They can't help, you know, winds and, and where the rails are to, to look after tracks. So, um, I'm sure the track's in magnificent order, but there are patterns and you're allowed to talk about them. Absolutely. Let's go, guys. Race number one at uh, Randwick today, and this race is over the 1,600 metres, the midway, Hurls. 
Yeah, and we start with a four dollar favourite here with Electrica. It's currently four forty to four dollars. Back rower a six dollar chance. Six dollars also Miss Coover. Oakville Red Gum seven fifty. Eleven dollars better about it when the market went up. Ten dollars Satness. Go Tropo eleven. It's out from eight. Fifteen to thirteen Socrates stable mates and co-owner. Uh, there, Andrew Martin stood at Phillipsburg as well at $16. 18 from 26, Loving Chiller. Uh, Patricia Miss, 19. 19, oh golly gosh, three wise men, 34. Ninja Star and Cyan both come out. Just a small deduction of two cents to win for Ninja Star. Uh, since this market opened, yeah, it's been pretty pretty steady, Electrica. It's not, uh, not jumping out trees to back anything. Uh, specifically away from that. There has been money for Phillipsburg and also Patrika Miss since Wednesday. Yeah, who was Marto going? Two runners. Uh, anyway, <laughs> absolutely flying. But uh, as far as speed here, I think it'll be genuine. Uh, you've got Oakfield Red Gum going forward. Uh, oh, golly gosh, was an all-the-way winner there last time out. Socrates can raise handy. Satness uh, will put itself thereabouts, and you're hoping uh, that Electrica can hold some kind of position from Barrier Wonderf. Yep, you would think so, um, although she's back to a mile, which I wouldn't think it'd be any issue from that draw, but she had an inside draw last time and pretty well kept up closer than midfield. But, uh, yeah, look, I'm, I don't know why I want to go to the well again, but I think I, I just want to give back rower one more chance with the blinkers back on getting to a mile. Um, Josh has got a bit of thinking to do where he wants to ride him, but, uh, yeah, I, I'll lean his way in a, a race I'd no confidence about at all. I think Oakfield Redcomb, even though she's been up a while and looks and she's up in class from a 68 at home, but she absolutely owned that race that day and raced away. So she gets first look at the fence here and uh, will run you a bottling race at uh, decent each way odds. Miss Couvert is um, uh, probably the mare with more upside that lacks, she lacks race experience, but she does look to have a bit of talent. Obviously, that run behind Tropical Squall was an eye catcher, considering how that pattern unfolded that day. So she goes in, and Electrica, yep, what you see is what you get. She's a gutsy little mare. She's in good form, doesn't win often, uh, but she has a go and uh, just has to carry that extra two kilos today, but she's not a very big mare, but she'll give her all. Two, seven, 14, and one. Yeah, I've gone the way of one here, one, 14, three, and two. She has to be the starting point in the race. The last start, midway winner, as Duff mentioned, I don't think back to 1,600 metres holds any fears, especially when you consider she is three weeks between runs. So it did take a 14 starts to break through in Australia, uh, but now she has. There's every chance that she can go back-to-back. She's well set up, uh, with that cherry on top just being how well she maps. 14, Miss Coover. Really wanted to find her here. I think she's a mare with some talent, uh, so she's still in her first campaign. I love the way that she broke her maiden. Don't know what happened second up, but then she bounced back third up, uh, and you fellas have already spoken about it in a bit of detail er earlier in the show in terms of where she sat in the run. It was a bit of a no-go zone there on the Kenzo facing that headwind, and uh, nothing made ground all meeting. So the fact that she's stuck on behind Tropical Squall, uh, that says she's got a bit, of, a bit of guts about her as well. Three, go, go Tropo. Uh, he tends to improve as he gets into his campaign. He's a, a big gross horse, and he maps quite nicely. I don't think there's a lot between Electrica and Go Tropo. Uh, there's a few form lines there that you can tie them in with each other. And two, back rower. Um, not quite as forgiving as Duff with him, but I do concede 1,600 metres, little gear change. A bit of a D-day for him today. We need to see him do something. One fourteen, three and 2. Let's go to uh, Darren Flindell's selections and see what he's found in the opening race, the midway. He is with Miss Cooper. 
Number 14 on top to beat one, three and six. Race number one at Ramwick. Race two, the Tap Highway, class three, over a thousand metres. They've been chipping away at once again, my girl, Hurls. Um, she's pretty short now. We've just taken 6000 at $3 just uh, literally 60 seconds ago on it. So I'll just tackle the scratchings first up and tell you deductions here. Uh, Dollar Magic, two cents by four. Zero by one, Master Joe. Some three. Uh, Altishka, Smart and Dever, Love of Air, zero. So not much uh, taken out of this market. Debussy, $34. 3.70, favourite, Derry Grove. 19, Zaru, Iron, Iron Will, $7.50. $6 in from $8.50. Salir, Super Extreme, 19 26 Smoke Show. Divine Sinner, 21 71 Extra Flash. Star of King, 61 Our favourite one, again, my girl, we went up $5.50. So punters did get involved early. $3 this morning, as I said, a better $6,000 at $3 just taken. $34, Feel the Night, Sharp Shock, 23 and 51 for Lion Class. They... Uh, Brad Gray, you mentioned sort of a couple of races top-heavy uh, where they're cleared out with a couple of runners. Case in point, this race, uh, once again, my girl and Jerry Grove, really the only two they're interested in. Yeah, we know where she'll be as well. She is a rocket, isn't she? Once again, my girl, uh, dare I suggest she leads. Star of Kings won't be too far away. We know Iron Will has got speed, albeit coming back to 1,000 metres. But catch me if you can, once again, my girl, Duff. Uh, yep, I think uh, the writing's on the wall that she's in order with the market moves this morning. I think you know, I think she was always going to firm. I thought uh, they were a little kind when they went up 5.50. And uh, considering her profile, I think the tab like to see you know highway form win the markets, and they and understandably they'd lean that way because they horses with highway form usually win these races. But this mare could be an exception. Um, I know she's had wind assisted uh, uh, with her times, but uh, she absolutely flew into wind's last preparation and then had the big boom on her going into the Denise's Joy. And although beaten there, she she probably just come to the end of it of her first racing prep and did a good job to get to that race so soon. So here we are, a couple of trials under her belt, hard held the first one, let go the second one, look good, free running type of mare and will be very hard to beat. Um, I think Salire is the one they're going to look out for late. She's a, uh, he's had one easy trial leading in, into this race. He's, he's lethal at this track and distance, but things have to go right for him, opening up at the right time. Iron Will, he's got nice highway form, a better draw helps him. He's th- even though he's had you know three twelve hundreds and a thirteen hundred, his thousand metre form is is very good. This horse, and I think he'll run well at odds. And Derry Grove, probably a little bit sticky for him. Barrier ten, uh, probably looking for three wide with cover to be chiming in like he did last start. But just may have been a little flattering with a lot of horses being held up behind him the other day. Thirteen six five and two. That uh, final Kosciuszko slot still up for grabs, isn't it? They're still waiting in the wings there. So They're probably waiting for this. Yeah, exactly right. Well, she's $26 at the moment, tab fixed odds. So all eyes on her there today. I know it's 1,000 metres. If she comes out and makes some kind of statement, who's not to say that she gets that for that final spot. So I've got her on top as well. I'm keen to see where she fits in. She does look classy. She looks like a, a mare that'll skip through the grade. She's got blistering speed. We saw that in her first campaign. Uh, yeah, it was wind assisted, but the way she smashed that track record uh, at Scone over the 1,000 metres set by Lost and Running, 
uh, that put the writing on the wall that uh, she was going on to bigger and better things. To Derry Grove, he's going to settle down uh, a couple of lengths or at least a couple of lengths behind. Once again, my girl has to come back in journey. He obviously is in the Kosciuszko, so this will just be the run to get him to that race. Uh, four weeks between runs, I imagine it's a similar campaign to get him into the Kosciuszko. Look for him late. The same can be said for Salire as far as being a strong closer. Uh, I agree with everything that Duff says there. I, I like him over the short course trips, 1,000, 1,100 metres, soft draw, cuddle him up. Now, he's got a big finish if he can just duck and weave late. And Debussy uh, might be the one that's a little bit over the odds here. I did see it some $41 around, which does seem like a big price for a horse that's coming uh, through Benchmark Company and was quite good there, given he is better on top of the ground. So, yeah, I can see him racing well. 13-2, 6-1. Let's see what Darren's found in uh, the highway. He's with Derry Grove, number two on top, to beat 13, 6 and 4. Race three is the shootout mile over 1,600 metres. Andrew Hurley with the market. Yeah, good horse shootout. I'll say that's enough. Law me in comes out, zero deduction, 10 by 10, glint of silver, Logan Street line, 15 by 13, Mahagoni, 2 by 2. He's just with a pretty small field and a several trade now, 550, Mission Phoenix, uh, Caprice de Dour, de Dois, $13, 9.50 mystery shot, kiss the bride outside of 41, 31 pesto. Uh, Jan Terrain is 270 at $3 and 240 into 210 now, straight Acer, where the majority of the activity is, albeit probably the quietest betting race from a card at the stage. Yeah, tactical battle here. Uh, Glint of Silver obviously ran yesterday. Kiss the Bride. I think there is the option there to be ridden further forward today. Mission Phoenix. Is it time to let him roll out on top of the speed? Uh, potentially. Now he is fourth up with that gear change. Mystery Shot wouldn't be too far away. And uh, Goncharan and Straight Acer, uh, you'd think, would settle down just somewhere midfield, albeit only a small field now, Duff. Yeah, look, I'm not a hundred percent comfortable with this race. It's uh, it's it looks to be um, a little inconclusive the way it's going to be run to start with, and the favourite who I'm left with here um, just seems a little one paced. So I don't know how she adapts to a stop start sort of a race, staying at a mile for the third time. But look, I go with her. She looks an improver. She comes out of the right race as far as the form line's concerned and uh, does drop in class here. So, look, I'll, I'll leave, lean to Gentaran. Uh I think Mission Phoenix is worth another crack, considering uh, there's little veterinary issues for him last start. So he'll be aggressive from barrier one and may even be left in front here, which could be a good thing. Uh, Caprice de Jure is one I've had my eye on, although he, on paper he's done nothing. I just think he's been just learning what it's all about here in Australia. But I, I think he up to a mile, dropping in grade with a claim here. He's a little sneaky chance. And straight Acer, very well found. Um, $2.20 in a race like this. So um, I know he's doing a good job, um, but midway to benchmark 88 is not easy. 9, 1, 3 and 10. Yeah, I've gone 9, 10, 6 and 1. I've landed on the mare as well, gone Churan. So 1,600 metres, third up. Is she looking for 2,000 metres? That's the only niggle there. Uh, and then she has to do it on top of the ground as well. But she brings the best form reference into this. Four lengths behind Just Fine. Last start, we're talking about Just Fine. Uh, we'll talk about him a little bit later uh, as a key hope in one of the big races across the meeting. Should have finished closer, dare I suggest. Should have finished second, in fact. So as long as she's still got that dash in the legs, I think she finds a very winnable race. Ten straight Acer. What do we do with him? Uh, yeah, you typically don't go 
midway win, a straight into a benchmark 88 and find yourself favourite. However, it wasn't any ordinary midway win, was it? He absolutely pulled their pants down, smashed them. So, yeah, he's a horse going places, has to do it now over the mile. Six mystery shot, was an overachiever there last time out behind Vernelli. And if he builds off that, uh, and he should, given he was only first up, he's got to be some kind of player again. And maybe we do forgive Mission Phoenix their last start. Too bad to be true. Nine, ten, six, and one. Those are the thoughts of Brad Gray. Darren Flindell will find out what he likes in this third race. He's gone to rain as well, number nine, to beat three, ten, and one. We kick on to race number four at Ramwick today, and this is over 1,400 metres, a benchmark 78. Bit of Melbourne flavour in this race, Hurls, with a few horses we don't know that well coming across the border. Yeah, always makes it tricky. Julian Rock comes out, as does Running Bear, zero deduction. Now, our favourite is Altivo, although it's down from 270 Wednesday, now 340 this morning. Super Pursuit 26, 21 Super Aussie. Uh, Holy Man, uh, 552 would bet as much as 15 for it. 21 to 18 for Cheerful Legend. Gringos is a $40, uh, $4 chance, rather, $10 strongest. Uh, Osbred Flirt, 19. Bazooka, 41. Ivan's Hero, 19. 17 Green Shadow. Mayrose, 18. And $34. Wizard of Oz. There's a few runners there they don't want to touch. Uh, Wizard of Oz is one of them. Green Shadow's another, as is Ivan's Hero. Uh, whilst they're pretty keen on the Holy Man, 15 into 550. Altivo's still uh, popular, although that 270 was probably just too skinny on, uh, on Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, it probably was a little bit short in what is a very competitive race. Speed-wise, Wizard of Oz carves across uh, Ivan's Hero, uh, 1,400 metres, Wide draw, I imagine. Uh, they're positive from the outset. Osbred Flirt won't be too far away. And then you're looking at the Kieran Maher and David Eustace train pair out to the 1,400 metres second up. Holy Mans and Gringos shouldn't be too far away. Uh, yeah, yeah, good betting race. Um, I, I'm shocked there's not more support for Osbred Flirt here. Uh, she's a nice mare, resuming off a bleeding t- attack. She's had her two trials, went to the line... Um, under a hold surging through the line in a recent trial and she's got some nice little form lines uh, throughout her career and looks and look promising at stages so um, 1400 first up dry track perfect for her has tactical speed if they want to use it and I thought um, I think Brad will agree that probably one of the better value runners of the day I expected her to be closer to $10 than 20 by this stage of the week I missed an opportunity. The only thought other horse I wanted to back in this race was Holly Mance, but uh, that price is gone, which is a very positive move. He's had a tick-over trial since um, at Cranbourne, winning since running in the market at uh, Caulfield there first up. Good set-up for him, and he has competed in some very nice races throughout his short career so far. So he looks um, well-fancied. He's uh, Look, he's... Uh, Stable mate, uh, obviously I put Altivo in for a second, I dodged that one. Um, look, he's had the soft trial, he's obviously a very, very nice uh, horse. It's just how forward he is after that one soft trial is the little question mark. But he's certainly talented enough, but has the 61. And they'll put um, Holly Manson's stable mate in, Gringotts, who is similar type of horse. He's a lightly raced uh, horse in the right stable, good winning strike rate, put three together at the end of the last prep and resume with a good effort. I am eight to beat one, four and six. Yeah, I'm going to be hauled into the principal's office here for plagiarism. I've got exactly the same numbers in what is a pretty much the hardest race across the meeting. We've landed the same way, eight, one, 
four and six. Ozbred Flirt, she's a dead set dry tracker, so she'll love today's conditions. I love the way that she was, uh, she has been trialling up. She really speared to the line in that most recent hit out. 1400 metres first up, goes forward. I'd be very surprised if she's not somewhere in the finish uh, at odds. One, Altivo, uh, he deserves to be favourite in the race. He's completely untapped. He's won four from five. He can't do much more than that. And his one defeat was in a photo finish. A really strong SP profile into this. He's got a bit of weight and he's only trialled once. However, he does have some class and he maps quite nicely. Four, Hollymans. I uh, agree with everything that you guys have already mentioned with him. Uh, he's better suited 1,400 metres second up. Good depth is three-year-old four lines. Uh, and Gringo's best to the rest. He too is well suited out to 1,400 metres. And he did find himself on a Mooney Valley track there last time out where it was hard to make ground. He just found the 1,200 metres a touch too sharp. Eight, one, four, and six. Let's see what Darren's found in race number four, his numbers. He's found it as well. Darren's eight. Osbred Flirt. What's going on here? You know? It'll be 25 to one, <laughs> He's got eight on top. Osbred Flirt to beat 13 Mayrose, one Altivo, and six Gringotts. But I think that tells... Our listeners, a bit about this horse today, Osbred Flirt, that you've just got to have something on because um, certainly since I've been doing the show, um, all three of our experts haven't landed on the same horse outside the market like that. So I think that tells you a bit about her chances today. And Brad, I, there's no way I'm sending you to the principal, principal's office, buddy, uh, for plagiarism. We've done way worse than this uh, on this program, finding the same horse. So don't sweat it at all. But. <laughs> I was going to say, you of all people probably have a pretty good handle in terms of what it takes to go to the principal's office. Oh, first, first name basis, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Let's go to race number five next as we preview Randwick with Ron Duffersy, Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley. And this is the Kingston Town Stakes. This is where the features start. Andrew Hurley, what are they backing? Gee, this is a good race. Um, gear up, a zero deduction. Was d'Argent went around the SA one by one. Zero fancy man, Paris Sound and Tazara uh, three by two. Now leads us up the top with Knight's Order. Haven't written a bean for it all week. 11 to 21. Major bill, $6. Has not budged. 15 out to 23, Manzois. Uh, we've got Montefilia, 480, but we went up as short as 370 for it. Navajo P, the giant killer last start, 950. 61 Kimura up from Briz, uh, up from Melbourne. Now, uh, just touch on that. Look, it was been a fair way last, uh, that was last Saturday, but we ran a couple of, you know, four figure bets for it. Uh, it's just interesting they brought it up from, uh, from Melbourne. Protagonist, it's had a trial since that first up run, $13. Bold Mac, 23. King Frankel, 21. Skylab, 51 into 26. 19 Benno. Alabir, 34, don't shoot the messenger, just fine, $2.90. Skinny, now isn't it just fine? What can he do at his second Australian start? Well, at least we know where he's going to be. He's going to bounce out and put himself right there. Uh, he'll have his stablemates for company, Knight's Order and Major Bill. They'll sort themselves out. Uh, I did hear an interview with uh, Navajo Peaks trainer, uh, David Payne, a little bit earlier in the week, suggesting that he could be ridden more conservatively from the wide gate. So it does look the, the Waterhouse and Bot Train Gallopers that will take up the running here, Duff. Uh, yep, it does look that. They can sort it out for themselves, but they like to roll along. Um, i got to back my Montefilia here, um, considering circumstances. She started a two-to-one favourite in a Group 2 wait for age race last start, and I just think it was a strange race and uh, just give the impression that she was crying out uh, for 2,000 metres, and she likes the Randwick 2,000 metres. Just fine, yep, I understand. Um, the figures are better on the same day at the same distance. Just thought he'd be a lot better price. I wanted to tip him, but I wanted to tip him well, way past each way odds, and here we are at $2.90. 
but he does have X factor, and could be an exciting horse if he puts the, the, this field to, to sleep again today. Um, yeah, I just need to see him do it twice. That's all. Um, of the others, Major Beal was much better there last time, and seven protagonist is going to be running on strongly, but it has to go back from a wide draw. Um, he's big odds here. Uh, uh, Benno, he's big odds. Four, sixteen, two, and seven. I think I've gone four, sixteen, two, and seven here as well. So four Montefilia. It's just a price point, isn't it? Uh, when what she's done to date, you look at her body of work compared to what Just Vine's done. And her price, uh, yeah, it's hard not to be in her corner. 2,000 metres, third up. We'd love to see her jump clean and just take up some kind of position. I want to be forgiving of her performance there last time. She did look a, a bit one pace, but I think that was just a run of a mare looking for this journey now. So that's no knock on just fine, other than the price he finds himself. Of course, the market uh, was always going to rally behind him, given on times and figures how much faster his win was. Uh, then the Chelmsford, at the same meeting, he rolls forward, he makes his own luck. Uh, he's certainly a, an import going places. Two major Beal, he too looks well placed. Out to the 2,000 metres, he can only build off what he did in the Chelmsford. And protagonist, uh, another galloper, rinse and repeat, suited out to 2,000 metres. So 4, 16, 2 and 7. Let's see what Darren's found in uh, race number 5. He's gone with just fine. This is a nice prospect, 16 on top to beat 2, 4 and 11. Just back to you for a sec, Duff. Are you worried at all? No, you touched on it, but Montefilia, the way she's been missing the kick, um, is that a is that a worrying trait considering she's an older man now, or we can we be a bit forgiving? Well, you wouldn't want to see it a few times in a row. I can be forgiving as far as yeah, I, no, I, I I didn't even take that into account really, which I thought was just a one off the other day really. Okay. Hopefully, up to the two thousand, she can find her best form. We go to the next. At Ramwick, and uh, looking at the market for the Dali T Rose Stakes, Andrew Hurley, Tis Invincible, Kamochi, they meet again. Yeah, they do. I'll tell you what, they're having a good scout. I was actually really surprised that Kamochi didn't go up favourites uh, on Wednesday. We went up 460 for it. It's into 360, whilst Tis Invincible went up 360, and it's now 370. We've got no, uh, no deductions here because there's no scratching. So 360 and 370 this morning, Tis Invincible. Autumn Ballet, $10, no change. 360 no change this morning, Kamochi. Miss Jolene, 41 $26, Platinum Jubilee. Dardozzi, 19 19 August Bloom, $6, Tropical Squall. Uh, Captain Amelia's, 151 41 French Endeavour. Suda Levita, 31 uh, Unique Ambition, sneaky uh, push for it. Uh, 51 into 23 Stable going well, the Sergeant Stable. Mumbai Muse, 17 21 Summer Lovey. Private Legacy, 51, and Nantucket Island, 151. Less than $1,000 investment-wise since the market opened uh, between Tis Invincible and Komachi. Komachi now getting the nod at the 1,400. Looks a cherry ripe, I would suspect. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? She should map quite nicely as well uh, to not be too far away from Tis Invincible. Top end, you've got Tropical Squall. Uh, we've heard from Adrian Bott to suggest that Platinum Jubilee will be ridden more conservatively today. She is versatile in that regard. Mumbai Muse has got speed and Autumn Ballet uh, with a cleaner getaway and will be much closer in the run, Duff. Yeah, um, I don't think... I think they're an even bunch of fillies and some, there's some big improvers amongst them, and we're in the fine line between the 1,200 and the mile now. So that's a matter of sorting out um, in your own mind who's going to be 
best suited at the 1400 there's a lot of horses here that'll be better suited at a mile there's some even might be suited over further there might be some that just want the 1200 but I think Kamochi is foolproof as far as she's had the two runs back now and just, she just gives the impression the sweet spot is 1400 beautiful draw confident jockey on board I think she's hard enough to beat tis invincible like the way she's been handled, uh, just slowly, slowly, 11-12, and although maybe some theory that she might look more of a sprinter after winning the Rosebud, I think the indications are that 1400 might be good for her from that inside draw today with a, a turn of speed. I love the way she surged through the line late the other day. Tropical Squirrel, yep, I get it. Uh, she must be doing great things at home. Um, they're all raving about her. She gets a chance to prove that today. And I'll put in Tuta La Vita. I quite like this filly. Um, she has different form coming out of the up-and-coming. Blinkers on. Looks a miler in the making, but at $31, I would not let her go as far at least putting her in... Um, an early quaddy or something like that, you know, so you could make cases for a lot of other horses here Autumn Ballet, Miss Jolene has got different form, did run well against King Colorado and a JJ Atkins And I, I, look, I could go down the page, I think French Endeavour's got something um, 3, 1, 8, 11 It is a race where you can have your head turned, isn't it? Captain yeah. Amelia, $151, like she's a, a pretty good filly, whether today's the day, probably not, but a wide gate, $151, wow wee, but 8, 1, 3 and 7 um, with the team midweeks and with Tropical Squall, uh, she's won 2 from 2, I love her racing pattern, I love her ability to quicken uh, off on top of the speed and run right through the line, now she has been obviously in two lesser grade races than this and has, she has got complete control, but I'd be surprised if she hasn't got more to offer. I think we're just scraping the service with her. One, tis invincible, hard to knock. Uh, the way that she ran through the line there last start suggests that 1,400 metres holds no fears and she maps to get a lovely cosy run just in behind the speed. Three, Kamachi, the two go into this race. Uh, tied to the hip, there's very little between them in the pass and uh, she looks desperate for 1,400 metres now, Kamachi, in terms of turning the tables. And August Bloom, I think she's big odds. Uh, so there's a bit of confidence from the stable to suggest that she can run a big race. She comes through a Hawkesbury Maiden where the, the margin was only narrow but she was quite sharp on the clock at least late and she always gave the impression as a two-year-old that she was a flight stakes profile of Philly. We get to see if that's the case today. Eight, one, three and seven. Let's see what Darren likes in the uh, T-Rose. He's gone with Kamachi. Kamachi on top for Darren in uh, the T-Rose. Three and it's a special as well to beat one, twelve and eight. We are up to the quadrilla legs at Ramwick today previewing this big meeting. With Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley this morning. And race number seven is the new Seven Stakes. And Andrew Hurley's got the market. Yeah, so formerly known as the George Main, a pretty good lead-up uh, generally for the Epsom. What about the honour roll? Enemo, very elegant. Uh, Winks won it three times. Go back to uh, shootout to zero. More joyous. Yeah, good horses race. And it's a good field today. Pericles comes out nine by nine, the deduction. Losers with Think It Over, $5.50, went up four forty Wednesday. Uh, Zaki, three sixty and solid. 41 for Arapeo. My Oberon, 19. 21, Zarek. Diamil, 101. 15, Hu Ye Mao. We've got Fangirl. It's our favourite. We've got four forty Wednesday afternoon. Bang, I'll straight into it. $2.90 for it. Going global, 19. 9 50 for Hinged and $26.50. Uh, 
fire burn. Now, Fangirl's been very popular. Note support this morning, and they've chipped away at Uye Mao, which is an interesting runner, Duff. He's an interesting runner, isn't he, Huya Mal here? And he can race closer as well, especially after the scratching <coughs> of Pericles. So those fangirl fans, and I'm one of them, get a little bit nervous now with Zaki getting control out in front, going global can punch up uh, from that inside gate. And Hinge, we know she's versatile, but I imagine she takes advantage of the fact that there's probably no horse that will want to sit outside the lead here uh, and keep Zaki company in the early and middle stages. Yeah, look, I, I think it's Christmas in October for Zaki. Um, this is his race. He just, the race shape looks beautiful for him. All he has to do is come on from that first up run. I can't see him anything bar him coming on from that where he's got a little bit, had a bit of cleaning up to do. Um, yeah, I think he's the better of the day. Uh, to beat Fangirl, uh, who obviously is a terrific mare, but a lot has to go right for her today for outside draw going back and, uh, doing probably uh, having a bit to do who you mild definitely in there he'll be ridden more aggressively today he he's a chance of landing the one one or um if they want to hand up on glowing global or glowing uh, global and uh, think it over he may even find himself chasing zaki here so i think he'll run well uh, might just want 2,000 metres, and how can you leave Think It Over out? He's prime third up now. He he can't do anything bar run well. Very keen on Zaki, 2, 9, 7 and 1. Yeah, I'm left with Fangirl here, but a little bit nervous in terms of the setup. Uh, but we know she is a great miler. We know she's a fantastic dry tracker. So the fact that uh, what she did there first up in the Wink Stakes, that was four weeks ago, so a little freshen up since then. Uh, Probably suggests that she's come back as well as ever, doesn't it? That was uh, on a soft track, which is okay for her, but she's even better on a good surface. Two, Zaki, hard to catch. He was the one, probably with the more improvement to come out of the pair there first up, given he just had the one soft trial under his belt, and it's going to be hard to chase down the nine-year-old. One, think it over. He looks ready, working his way back to full fitness. I thought he was okay in the Chelmsford there last time out. Third up, nice draw, no excuses. And Zarek, he's another horse that gets a, a dry track today. I think he can improve off his first up run, and that puts him somewhere in the mix. He was absolutely humming along last campaign. Nine, two, one, and five. Let's see which way Darren's gone in the seven stakes. He is this way with his selections. Obviously a great race with uh, plenty of angles. He's Team Zaki. Is Darren Flindell two on top to beat one, nine, and four? As we move now to race number eight, Gian, it's some race hurls, the shorts over 1,100 metres. And, uh, yeah, hasn't been a topic of discussion right throughout the week. It's an absolute crackerjack race, a mini Everest, if you like, and we could see some significant changes uh, post-race for the Tab Everest, um, depending on the performances of the number of runners. In secret is our favourite. And she's now at a 290, opened up at 360 Wednesday. Let's go back up the top. $10 into 950 today, private eye. Marzu, 19 to 18. It's been easy. It's out from 11. Lost and running, 8 out to 12. Overpass, $6 has not budged. As I said, in secret, went up 360 Wednesday, 270, 290 this morning. Buenos Nodges, $8 to 750. $750 remark out from $6. Ruthless Dame, 19, $12, Hawaii, 5 Rocketing by, 81, 41, Athletic, Casino, Lord, uh, 200 to 1. Now, I can tell you today it has been about, in secret, holds the most amount of money, then private eye, and then overpass. Fascinating race.
There it is, isn't it? Picture to see what happens here in the early stages, but overpass, he's going to find the front, he's speedy, drawn one, he's there to make an Everest statement. Athelric, I imagine, is positive from the gate. I don't know if there's a lot to be gained in terms of going back. Hawaii 5-0, uh, they'll be positive intent early. It's just whether he's sharp enough, 1,100 metres to keep in touch. Remark won't be too far away. You'd love to see in secret use the draw and settle down midfield. Then you're looking at horses like Marzu and Lost and Running, who have got speed. Be thinking uh, they'd be looking for a little bit of cover, so yeah, bring it on. A real tactical affair here, a real tactical affair. Um, potential to go quick, potential to steady up and make it hard for the back markers. The Thelric holds all the aces as far as that's concerned. All she needs is a clean start in secret. She has got a history of not coming out on terms with them, a big history. So you know, she just misses this a neck or something and she gets the hip and shoulder from the big monster here, Hawaii Five O. she could be out of play. Uh, I'm dreaming things up here. I'm just looking for things that could go wrong. So I, I just need a clean start and to get into a rhythm for the first two or 300 metres here. And I think with a run under a belt and at 1,100 metres now, with the improvement and the record that she's got on the board, she's the one to beat. I think she's rock bottom odds now in a race like this, but I have to be with her, and she's still a run short for sure. Uh, lost and running, I want to include him at the price. I think John's got him ready to rock and roll. Um, overpass, yep, he's going to be there. Ready to stay. And a lot of nervous connections here with such a big prize. Not so much of winning this race, but putting your name up in lights to get a run in the $20 million race. There's no doubt about it. One or two will be picked up out of this race. So they're all there to, well, show themselves off. And so Overpass will do that. And Remark is the other one that has to stand up today, along with Bunis Notches, who, stay, who uh, 1,100 metres, he... Yeah, he should be fine, but he needs the speed on to, sh to show his best. So many options and such a confident Joe Pride with Private Eye after a great trial. So there's lots of options, but I go with the tried and true in secret, 5, 3, 4 and 7. Yeah, I'm also pretty confident that she can get the job done today. I loved her return there uh, in the Concord Stakes, and you'd think she can only bounce off that. So I think she gets the right setup to showcase that exceptional turn of foot that we know she's got. So five, three, four, and six, lost and running, does look to be the forgotten horse. He can be very forgiving of what he did last preparation. He had a heavy track there first up, uh, then he went way too fast out in front in the All Age. So pen that. I love the way that he's trialled to suggest that he can come back and make some kind of statement for overpass. Uh, there will be some intent there with his setup. He'll be screwed down. Down, ready to go out in front catch me if you can and he did run second to nature strip in this same race 12 months ago and buenos notchos little knock there 1200 meters back to 1100 mm. meters but uh, his first up win suggests that he's gone to another level himself so five three four and six darren flindell in the shorts has settled this way overpass number four on top for darren to beat five seven and three Race number nine is the Bill Ritchie, a key Epsom handicap leader. The Epsom winner won it last year, top ranked, and converged number one up the top hills. Yeah, we've got some scratchings here. Skyman, no compromise. Cooker, Racha, all come out. Zero deduction. Two by one times square. Democracy manifest. Yeah, it was good yesterday. Uh, two cents the win, zero the place. Lisa Swift converge up the top. $3.80. 21 to 23 Irish songs. My Whisper, 34. 8.50 into 6.50 for Tamerlane this morning. Arameo, 71. $10, Barbie's Fox. Alantia, $3 for 3.10, makes it favourite. Wild Planet, 21. Cuban Royale, 23. The Fortune Teller, 21. 
Brennan there is at an $11 chance. And political debate, it's 17 into 15 this morning. We went up $26 pre-scratchings, and it's the most popular runner in the race today, investment-wise. <coughs> also, uh, one of the visitors, Irish Songs from Queensland, has been popular. Uh, Alentia let a lot of punters down last start. Can it bounce back today, Brad? Yeah, I think so. Uh, obviously, it needs a few things to fall into place. She'll find her feet and hit the line, so she'll have to chase down the likes of, of Tamerlane, who probably gets a relatively comfortable time on top of the speed. You've got Converge, who might apply some degree of pressure, but it doesn't look like a high-pressure race. So that's a little query with her, but she was so dynamic first up, wasn't she? So if she bounces back to that level of form, she will take holding out. But I wouldn't say this is high pressure, uh, as I just said there, Duff. Yeah, that's her main problem, because that's what Border Run done last time. Um, wide, no cover, sprint home, um, very forgivable. Um, so it, it could be the same today. I just think this is such a beautiful race for Converge here. Hopefully he comes out cleanly and takes up some sort of a position. Five runs, all at Group 1 level and excuses along the way last time in. So I know he hasn't won in a long time, but this is a very winnable race for him, and I think he's trialling well enough to win. Tommy Lane's going to run you an absolute ripper from up near the lead. I know uh, this is a hard race for him to resuming, but he goes so, so well fresh, and he has race shape and map in his favour here. No knock on the ability of Valentia, just a lot's got to go right for her as far as getting that little bit more speed than it is on paper, which is a chance when everyone sees these races, um, um, a few more kick up. Like, I think political debate will kick up from an inside draw. That's why you're seeing, seeing uh, support there. And there could be one or two others there. And Redina's the other one, barriers two and three. They can race closer. But I'm one eight eleven, and I'm going to throw in six my whisper. There'll be just... Plotting home well uh, there late. I think she's trialling well, and she's a better mare than what we saw last preparation. So 1, 8, 11, and 6. Yeah, Converge on top for me as well. The dry track is key to him, isn't it? He loves uh, dry services. That's typically when we see the best of him. So top-ranked won this race 12 months ago with 59.5 kilos, and uh, Converge is out to do something similar with the 59. So a couple of nice trials. He's got a depth of form that his rivals can't match here. Uh, you look at his form through last campaign, only been half a length by Animo and Fangirl and a George Rider and didn't have a lot of luck there in Queensland uh, with form behind. Think about it. Eight, Tamerlane. Catch me if you can. He gets on-speed favours here, so I'm leaning towards getting the map right. I like him first up 1,400 metres, and he's just a horse that continues to improve every campaign. His record over this trip uh, is very good. Nine cracks at it for three wins and four minors. Alentia, where does she fit in? Uh, we're going to find out today, but this race has been a pretty good benchmark for a race like the Epsom in the past. So if she comes out and makes some kind of statement, uh, she'll be hard in the market for a race like that. She can bounce back. And 16, Redina. So he returned to gelding last time in, and he... He did win three of his, his last four starts before spelling. Dry track, nice gate, no weight. Yeah, I can see him running a race as well, 1, 8, 11, and 16. Darren in race number nine has gone this way with his selections. Converge for uh, Brad, and Darren sides that way as well. Number one on top to beat 11, 8, and 17. To the last we go at Ramwick, race number 10 over 1,200, and Andrew Hurley has the market. And deductions here, zero, but Cavalier Charles, Vienna Princess, Sandpaper, Diamond Dealer, Munitions, and Kabling are all having the day off. We've got Cote, or Cote up the top, 12 to 11, 23, Pizarro, Estero, 21 to 34, Prometo, 51, Caboo, our favourite, been popular all week, 225 to 240 this morning, 51, Dynamic Impact, Hell I Am, 31, 
Kyobi, $9. Uh, 34, Brosnan, friendless, out from 18. 26-34, Dalcini, Atmosphere, 19. 11-16, Pioneer River. Dalala, 41-34. And Garza Blanca, 420 into $3.60. So pretty much only got eyes to these top two in the market late on the program. In fact, it's the last. Yeah, now he's made the field. What do you have? 48 scratchings to get in, but here he is, Garza Blanca. Uh, the market has found him, hasn't it? So looking at speed, Kabo, uh, there'll be intent there. What else happens? Could atmosphere be close? You'd think Cote uh, just takes a trail behind Kabo. I don't know what they do with Dalalat today. Uh, he's a, a little bit versatile. Piney River, probably other speed influence stuff. Yes, it's um, a good little race. Um, differing opinions. You know, I, personally, I think... Even though I think he's a really good horse, Kaboo, I just think he's taking up too much of the percentage here uh, with a couple of other nice horses in the race. And although that's getting evening out now with Garza Blanco, I love this horse. I know he's got little issues here, how he fits in in the the run and where he gets to and how much work he's got to do. But surely he's... uh, I I just love the way he he went about his work last start. He, He... was uh, heavily backed and certainly beat first up uh, prior to that. I know they were only benchmark 78s, and here we are on a strong 88, but I want to be with him rather than against him. I reckon he's massive odds here, Cote. Um, Why is he so long, Duff? I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. I'm he, he not saying be he hard. should be five or anything, but, it, I mean, $11 each way, I think that's a bet. All right, it's a bet for sure. So back one save, the other for me. Uh, Kaboo, no knock. I think he's a horse highly talented. But I reckon he's going to be better when he gets over a little bit further. But although he's got racing style as far as gate speed. And best of the rest is Kaobi. Another one, big wraps on him. And uh, new preparation, see what he's got to offer. Some some highly touted horses here. Um, I'm with 20 to beat 1, 6 and 9. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Kaboo. I'm not going to back him right now. I think we will get better than the current $2.40, but uh, he's got so much upside, this horse. I've only seen him a handful of times. I like what he's done to date. Uh, you cast your mind back to his three-year-old preparation. He would have been one of the favourites in the Golden Rose had he got there. We only saw him once last prep, and although he went down, uh, I don't think he lost too many ad- too much admiration there. Uh, when second to Iona Merck, giving away weight, big gaps through the field. Uh, yeah, I think he's ready to, to rock and roll here. First up, listening to the stable, 20 Garza Blanca. The wind was better than it reads there on paper last time out. He's a horse that we know is already up and running, and he can run uh, blistering closing splits. One Cote, yeah, I tend to agree that he probably shouldn't be double-figure odds. He's still a, a work in progress and maybe his own worst enemy, but four trials should knock that freshness out of him, and seven dynamic impact. On the topic of freshness, uh, he's a horse that has a good first-up record, and he'll charge late. Six two, uh, six twenty one and seven. I should say. Let's see what Darren comes home with here in the last cote for Darren. Number one on top to beat twenty sixteen and six. Ron Duffy, your best for Randwick. Uh, Zaki, um, I think Zaki, a good horse, good price, good jockey, good bet. So race seven, number two, Zaki, and I think Brad and I agree on the best ruffy. Yeah, that's Osbred Flirt. You have a good day, Duff. Thanks for your help this morning. See you guys. There he goes, Ron Duffy, Brad Gray. Yep, Osbred Flirt, feeling a bit flirty today on a Saturday morning, but best for me, race eight, number five, in secret. Uh, as she marches towards an Everest, I loved her first up run. I think she can only build off that, but best roughly race four, number eight, Osbred Flirt each way. Race four, number eight is uh, Osbred Flirt. You have a great day too, Brad. Thanks, fellas. There he goes, Brad Gray, Andrew Hurley. 
Best back runner on the card comes up in the second now into 250, uh, Luke. And I refer to once again my girl who's been off the charts this morning. And obviously, since we've been on air, it was $3. Jockeys challenge this afternoon Jason Collard, 220, 440, Zach Lloyd, 460, Karen McAvoy. Then go to any other jockey option, 11, 13, Regan Bayless, Adam Veronimus, 14, at Schofield, 18, and Nashville Willer at 21. Now, home of the Saturday quaddy is Tab, Ramwick and Flemington. Uh, missed by just one leg. You get a bonus bet back up to $50 available, uh, one per person on your first quaddy bet placed on the Tab app or website. And Ramwick, Flemington and Eagle Farm today, races one to six, place a win bet. If your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Remember, you win some, you lose more. Free and confidential support. Call 1-800-858-858. Thanks, Hills. Chat to you later. All right, mate. See you soon.